Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's historical fiction podcast, where you and history are on the same side. Session one, historical fiction. All right, guys, so in this upcoming unit, we're going to be reading historical fiction together. Now, the books that you will read and I'll read, they'll take us on journeys to other times and other places, and we're going to find ourselves sitting down in the middle of turmoil, sitting down in the middle of land disputes, value differences, lots of different rights, war, oppression, and moments in our books that are shockingly violent. And we're going to have be immersed in cruelty. But as we are immersed in all the negativity of humanity, we're also going to see a lot of courage and honor and integrity where we'll see ordinary people, including teens and tweens, we're going to see all those people, they're going to be called upon to show some extraordinary courage. Now you might find yourself wishing at some point while you're reading that you could you could be more like the characters in the book. And at first you might feel as if you've never ever going to be called upon like the characters in the books to show that kind of courage. But you can't say how your life will unfold. And what sudden moments visible to the world or secret will ask you to choose how to act. So I'm thinking, for instance, of teens like Malala. I don't know if you know about Malala, but she was a girl. She is a girl in, who lived in Pakistan, in a little village in Pakistan. And her life was changed forever because she was forbidden to be educated as a female. But she decided to act and suffered terribly for her decision, and she became a spokesperson for girls everywhere. And I'm thinking about Ismail Bea, a happy boy in Sierra Leone, who was going to a music event when his town was invaded. And he was forced into becoming a child soldier, and how he escaped. And he became a speaker for the UN, the United Nations and UNICEF, about the fate of child soldiers. And I'm thinking about the sixth and seventh and 8th graders in downtown Manhattan in IS-289 and IS-126 buildings that were dangerously close to the World Trade Center and how each of those middle school students picked up a preschooler or a kindergartner or a first grader and carried those children to safety through the smoky streets and chaos of September 11th. Now, there is heroism in all of us. There is courage in all of us. There is wisdom in all of us, in leadership and strength. And you will find those qualities over the years from the people around you and from the experiences that shape you. So we'll find some wisdom and leadership and strength in the books you're going to read throughout this unit. And these books will change you. For that to happen... You have to live truly in the worlds in which these characters live. And that's going to be hard because historical fiction is inevitably set in places that are 
unfamiliar to us. The people in these stories can seem strange, their decisions confusing. To walk in the shoes of these characters whose lives are so different from your own, you'll need to read with great imagination and with great empathy. Now to get started, I want to remind you that when you read historical fiction, you are reading fiction. You are reading a story. At the beginning of any story, the first reading work you need to do will inevitably involve figuring out who the story is mostly about. Let me repeat that. That at the beginning of every fiction story, your first job is to figure out who the story is mostly about. And then you need to figure out what's going on in the story. Because this is just not about just fiction, it's historical fiction, you'll find that the answer to the question, what's going on in the story, will probably be that there's a conflict of some sort, or inevitably, the character will in some way be caught up in that conflict. And later, you're going to work on studying and gathering resources for the era, for the time period your novel is set in. But most historical fiction readers begin by learning within the pages of their novel. So we'll start that way as well. So I want you to think about how the current events unfold in your stories. And I want you to think about how you can keep track of the characters that the story is mostly about. So I'm going to read a story to you today. It's going to be our first read aloud. And it's called Patrol. And it's a story that is about an American soldier in Vietnam. And it's told in the first person. And that means from the perspective of a young soldier during his war in Vietnam. And the Vietnam War took place um, from the late 1950s, to be honest with you. It wasn't even a war at that point until like the 1970s. So, let's read with this, with this question in mind as I read. Think about this. As I read, I want you to think, and I will think the same. As I read, I want you to think, what kind of person is the main character, the protagonist? Again, as I read, I want you to really think, what kind of person is the protagonist? This is what I want you to do when you read your book for the first time. What kind of person is this protagonist? And then I also want you to think about this question. What's going on in the story? And that last question is really about historical events. So you ready? Remember, that the story is never going to say, hey, this shows the narrator is unusually cruel or an unusually kind boy. You had to figure out what kind of person this is from the very small details in the story. And you have to assume that in good stories, details really do matter. So make sure you have, as I read, your notebooks out, your reader's notebooks, and make sure that you are recording and jotting down small details that you want to hold on to. So... I want you to think about how are you going to get organized for today's read aloud and how are you going to jot down some important details about what kind of person is this main character. 
You also want to make sure that you want to know what is going on with the character. As I'm reading, jot down what's most important. I'm going to read the story to you right now. And I want you to think, what's going on? And who is my protagonist? The land of my enemy has wide valleys, mountains that stretch along the far horizon, rushing brown rivers and thick green forests. My squad of nine men are in the forest. Above me, birds twitter nervously in the treetops. Insects and small animals scurry through the underbrush, trying to avoid the crush of my combat boots. The squad leader raises his hand. We stop. The sound of my breath is soft in the morning air. Somewhere in the forest, hidden in the shadows, is the enemy. He knows I have come to kill him. He waits for me. I want you to think about what I just read. And I want you to jot down some details that you noticed about what's going on in the story and who is the main character, protagonist. So jot some things down. I'm thinking about all the thinking we have here. I'm thinking about he's in enemy territory. I know he's part of a squad out of a group of nine soldiers, if you remember. And I know from the title that it's an American soldier. So if he's deep in an enemy territory, and it seems like maybe he's expecting an ambush of something, and the ambush is a word that means that you, you, your enemy is hiding on you and will surprise you, surprise attack you. He, so he thinks the enemy is all around him in this forest, waiting. All right, so I will continue reading. And as I read, I want you to think about who is the enemy, what's going on in the story, and how can you learn more about the main character? How can you jot down some important facts? So as I notice that you're collecting these facts... You want to really focus on those details. It's a nine-man squad, for example. That's really good reading if you can remember, like, okay, it's a group of nine soldiers. So 